Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what He has to say to us and through us. Welcome. Welcome to the Real People, Real God podcast. This is Pastor Tim Howard flying solo. This is part four of our uh, series on the three baptisms. Having a great time with this. I hope you're getting something out of this. I also hope that uh, you take the scriptures, write them down, um, study this out for yourself, see what the Lord has to show you, um, and just really, really um, see what God has. So we've really covered a lot of territory in a little bit of time. And I appreciate you sticking with me on this. Please share this podcast. Please let people know there's just so much that people need to hear. Um, and, uh, we offer this podcast. It's roughly a 20 minute podcast. Sometimes we'll do, uh, interviews, all kinds of different things. And, uh, we just really want to share the word of God however we can. So please share this. It's real easy to do. Click it, like it. Um, we're on all the major podcast, um, um, uh, servers and stuff like that. So, um, please give us a share and, and, uh, help spread the gospel. Um, so the three baptisms, I'm not going to review too much. You can go back and listen. Uh, but we are now on our, I thought last episode was going to be our final episode, but, um, I don't think that's the case. I think this one might end us up. Um, but that's okay. Uh, so, um, Part four, we talked about, uh, so far we've just basically talked about the three baptisms and, and what they mean and how they are intertwined with the promises of God. Uh, the promises of God coming mainly from Deuteronomy and, and some of the early uh, Old Testament books, but also into the New Testament. So the promise continues with the promise of the Holy Spirit. So we could really have a lot of episodes with the Holy Spirit, and maybe maybe we'll get into that um, in the future. Um, but I'm trying to kind of stay on on this guy uh, on this um, um, guideline here of of the Holy Spirit and these three baptisms. So the Holy Spirit essentially, when Jesus. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was really came upon individual people like kings or prophets and and things like that. Moses, perhaps, um, and was not really given to a bunch of people at that time. At one time, Jesus told his disciples and tells us through Scripture that it's imperative that I leave you. So the helper can come, the Holy Spirit can come. So really what the Holy, who the Holy Spirit is, the Holy Spirit is God. Jesus is God. I mean, the son, he's God and God's God. The father's God. They're all one God, but they have three like distinct um, purposes or personalities. Maybe it's hard to explain. So the Holy Spirit uh, really is continuing what Jesus did. Jesus could only be with those people that were immediately around him. Um, I mean, he did heal some people with the word from a distance, but, but mainly hearing and, and encountering Jesus happened when you were around him. So when, when he leaves, he dies and is resurrected, appears on the earth for a while, and then, then, uh, goes up to the right hand of the father in heaven. So when he does that, he sends the Holy Spirit down. And so when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit can live in all of us uh, at once, if he wants. 
um, all of the all of us. He can speak to all of us at once. He's can, because that's the spirit of God, because he's omnipresent, uh, omnipotent, all that kind of stuff. And so the Holy Spirit is continuing through believers of Christ the ministry that Jesus began. We see that in Matthew 28. We see it in Mark chapter 16, where Jesus tells us to continue what he had started. And that happens through the Holy Spirit, through the gifts and the power uh, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so understanding that we are responsible, when we become Christians, we are responsible to do our part to continue the ministry of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gives us those gifts and those those abilities, if you will, of the things that we really lack in our lives. One being like confidence. Um, we can have a prophetic voice. Um, there's a lot we can do. We can sometimes heal people. Um, there's, there's just a lot that can happen with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And so it's important for us to seek that. And we kind of talked about that on the last episode. So, now, let's talk a little bit about these three baptisms and the promise, and let's kind of bring this back around into a, a circle, uh, close the circle here. Um, so these three baptisms are our connection to heaven. Now, remember, we're born into sin because of the fall of man. We're born into sin, and as we are born into sin, these bodies cannot in, cannot go into heaven or cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven because they're sinful. However, our hearts, our spirits, our souls, the essence of who we are can be changed and preserved, and we can take on new spiritual bodies, uh, and, you know, in eternity. Um, so, these three baptisms are what connects us to heaven. All right, let me explain that. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it is God's will that what is done in heaven be done on earth. And that's what Jesus prayed for in his, as he was teaching the disciples how they should pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's God's will that what is done in heaven be done on earth. So, this happens not just through Jesus, because Jesus is the one saying it too, but also through his followers, as in, as I said before, Matthew chapter 8, Mark chapter 16. So here it is. We as believers are supposed to be the ones that continue carrying the kingdom um, from, of, of heaven to the earth and seeing that God's will is done. You know, how do we do that? One is, is that we do what he's asked us to do. We partake of the promises that he's given us. We receive them and we do our best to live them out. Um, so it is God's will that what is done in heaven and be done on earth. The unity of the Trinity, the Trinity we're talking about, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The unity of the Trinity is to be witnessed on earth by the unity of man with Christ. So the kingdom of heaven coming to earth. God's will in heaven being done on earth. So the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are a unit. They are one. They are tightly knit. They are one. They cannot be separated. We are to witness those, him, here on earth. Because, you know, we can't be in heaven. 
So God made it possible for us to experience and encounter him in those three ways here on earth. And so this happens. This is beautiful. Follow me. This happens by the unity of man with Christ. So we can only have those experiences of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the unity of the Trinity. We can only have those experiences and and witness and see those experiences here on earth by being unified with Christ. Then we become part of that witness. So that's what's beautiful about this. We become part of that witness because who is within us? We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Christ living within us, the Father living within us. So now we can have that witness. What's a witness? A witness is the one that sees the accident, sees the robbery, sees whatever. Somebody that encountered the act. We can encounter the act here. Even though we can't see him, we see his work. We experience it on the outside. We experience it on the inside. Now, let's look at this. This is really cool. I love this. Turn in your Bibles or your click in your uh, on your iPad or whatever to 1 John chapter 5. Let's look at this. I hope you really get a get a lot of information out of this cuz this is just exciting to me. 1 John chapter 5 starting in verse 6. Listen to this. This is he who came by water and blood. Jesus Christ, not only water, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who bears witness because the spirit is truth. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the father, the word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. Now, I'm sure there's some people out there that, are, that have read that before and they're saying, yeah, pastor, I have never understood that. I have no idea what that means. Well, let me explain this to you because this is beautiful. Remember what um, John uh, Jesus told Nicodemus when he came to him by night and asked him about what it means to be born again. Remember the one, one of the things that Jesus told him is you must be born of water and of spirit. You must be born on the earth first. You must be born, um, you know, reborn of the spirit, that kind of thing. So Jesus came by water and blood, not only but water, but by water and blood. Okay. And it is the spirit, the Holy Spirit who bears witness because the spirit is truth. Remember the, the witness is somebody that sees this. So the Holy Spirit was present at Jesus's birth, right? He was born of water into the world. Our bodies are made up of, uh, you know, a lot of water, 60 some percent of water. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He was born um, by, you know, uh, the human way with blood, not only by water, but by water and blood. And the spirit who bears witness, the spirit is truth. So the Holy Spirit witnessed this. Now, there are three that bear witness of in heaven. Bear witness of what? Bear witness that Jesus came. Okay, follow me, that he came as a man and that he, you know, he was born of water and of blood. All right. So there are three that bear witness in heaven. Now, listen closely. The Father, which is God, the Word, which is the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
and these three are one. Okay, we're talking about the Trinity again, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, you have to understand something about where it says the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. You have to understand something about the, the Word part. Notice in the New King James Version, the, the, the W in Word is capitalized, meaning deity, meaning God. All right, so the Word is Jesus. How can that be? Or let me, let me say it another way. Jesus is the Word. Okay, so the Word and the Son and Jesus are the same. However, the Word always existed. The Son has always existed with God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, it's the same thing. So in the beginning, um, you should read really uh, John chapter 1 you get an idea because it says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word, what word was God. And he goes on to say that the word made everything. And the example is, is that if you go back to Genesis chapter one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and earth was, was void and without form. Darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering uh, over the, the, over the waters. And then what's he say? Let there be light. Let there be this, let there be that. Those are God's words, all right? So God's words are a part of who he is. Your words are a part of who you are. So the word is God. So the word was there in creation. God was there. The father was there. He was the one that was saying the stuff, the words that came out of, he doesn't have a mouth because God's not a person, but the words that came out of his heart and out of his mind um, were Jesus. They are his son. And the Holy Spirit was there hovering over the face of the deep. So that there's there's God in his whole being right there at creation. And so the the word, according to John chapter one, in verse 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So when we talk about the word of God, we're talking about the word coming to earth in life form as a baby growing up to be a man that was crucified for you and I. That's Jesus. So the word was not, um, t- the word did not become Jesus until he took on a bodily form in the form of a man. So that's the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. I know that's a whole study on itself, but I just kind of wanted you to understand the word is Jesus. That's who we're talking about. Um, so these three are one. Okay, so... These three that bear witness in heaven that Jesus is the Son of God and that he was born on this earth as a man. The three that bear witness are the Father, the Word who made him, and the Holy Spirit who witnessed him. These three are one. That's in heaven. Now, there are three that bear witness on earth. All right, bear witness of what? Bear witness that Jesus came as a man, you know, being the son of God. The spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit, the water and the blood. And these three agree as one. Okay, so we have three witnesses in heaven and we have three witnesses on earth. The three witnesses in heaven are the father, the word and the Holy Spirit. And the three witnesses on earth are the spirit, the water and the blood. Now, Jesus came to earth, was born of water and blood, baptized in water, died in blood. The Holy Spirit was the witness of what Jesus went through. God the Father, God the Word, 
and God the Holy Spirit are one, and they bear witness of themselves. All right? So on earth, man is given three opportunities to bear witness of God. The blood, you are baptized into Jesus by the Holy Spirit, signifying you have received salvation from the work of Jesus. The water, to be baptized in water, not only are you signifying your belief in salvation, you are one with him in his birth, death, and resurrection. And the Holy Spirit, when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, not only are you doing what Jesus did, but God is displaying his work and power in and through you for the world to see what he has done. There's the witness. Okay, so we have these these three witnesses, and we experience the Spirit, the water, and the blood right here on earth. Remember, Jesus came by water and blood. We came by water and blood. But we also have the Spirit to bear witness. And with the Spirit with us, these three agree as one. In the Old Testament, people built altars to the Lord and testified of God's work. But we have the opportunity to have the Holy Spirit show the world what God has done in us, to us, and through us. So we become witnesses to the world with and by the Holy Spirit. So these three baptisms, they're all our choice. We don't have to do any of them. We really don't. But if we're truly believers and followers of Christ, we'll want what he has for us and not fear what he has for us. And we, we learn this by having faith in the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not by listening to a preacher or a teacher. They have their place. They are, they are called by God. They have their place to, to open up doors of understanding, to explain things and all, but nothing ever takes the place of us as people getting into the word and asking the Holy Spirit to teach us. That is up to us. If we live our lives only listening to a preacher or a teacher or somebody else, then we're going to get way off the mark. Um, not that, I mean, there are false, false teachers and things out there, but I think for the most part, people aren't looking to teach you falsely. Maybe they don't have a clear understanding or maybe they can't express it right. Whatever the case is, it's our on us as individuals. Nobody's responsible for us not learning or not being in the word like we should be. It's on us. And so I urge you to do that. Um, understand these baptisms. Understand these promises of, of what God has for us. Peter tells us that this promise of the Holy Spirit is for all of us. And it did not go away with the apostles. There's too many people that are living today that experience this on a daily basis, and God uses them in powerful ways. So it is very real. Don't be afraid of the Lord. Stop looking at YouTube and all that stuff when it comes to uh, manifestations of the Holy Spirit and all. Don't do that. Just get with God. See what he has for you. Um, you know how to get saved. You know how to ask Jesus into your life. You know how to get baptized in water. You know, either ask a pastor or another disciple. But if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and you want all the witness God has for you, then start asking Jesus to baptize you in his spirit because Jesus is the one that baptizes you in the spirit. And I suggest, and I've seen people, you know, sometimes you can lay hands on people and pray for them to receive it. Sometimes people receive it, but it's praying by themselves. Whatever the case, begin, begin to ask the Lord, I want what you have for me. 
I want to be baptized into your spirit. I want to be boldened. I want to have the confidence. I want to see people come to Jesus. Um, but I also suggest that you prepare yourself first. And how do you do that? Spend some time talking to God and load, unloading all of your thoughts and fears before him. Just let him know. Let all those things out. Spend time focusing on Jesus because that's what our faith is about. Meditate on his word. In other words, read some of those scriptures. Look, uh, either Google it or go to uh, blueletterbible.org or Bible Gateway or something and, and put in your search and find out about the Holy Spirit. Find out there's stories and acts that I didn't cover about people that knew Jesus that had not even received the Spirit yet and what happened when they did and how important witnesses and powerful witnesses they became or they came for the gospel. So this is important. So you can read about these things and learn to understand and just what could it hurt to say, God, I want what you have for me. What could it really hurt? Um, start asking and believing that he will immerse you in his spirit. Start it. Lord, I want to, I want to receive your spirit. I just, I know you and I understand salvation, but I, I just, I really want to be empowered to go out and to see people come to you. Can you please empower me, fill me with your spirit and just continue to pray that prayer every day as you're, you know, as you're worshiping or, or praying to the Lord or whatever. And I guarantee you, he will. You know, and I guarantee you, you will know it. There, there could be lots of different things. You could speak in other languages. You can speak in tongues. You could speak or uh, you can uh, uh, hear the Lord give you words to say to other people. You could have a gift of knowledge, word of knowledge. I mean, First Corinthians 12 talks about a lot of that stuff. Um, so this is your chance to be a witness and to have that witness inside of you and allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. Um, and so that wraps up our series on the three baptisms, um, I, a lot of information and, and that we've shoved into four 20 minute episodes, but I, I certainly hope that they are a blessing to you. I certainly hope that you search them out yourself. Um, and feel free to comment or email me if you want. Um, just know that if, if it happens to be, uh, something that's some um, contentious against what I'm saying, uh, I do not, uh, argue scripture. Um, I would be happy to share what I believe with you again in some form, um, but I'm I'm not going to go back and forth about it. Um, it's just you know what I've learned, what the Lord has showed me, and what I've seen happen in in thousands, hundreds, and thousands of lives. Um, so um, so I certainly appreciate you joining me, and uh, until next time, God bless. We're so glad you could join us for this episode of the Real People, Real God podcast. You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLoyd, and my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.